When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Episode 95 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on January 8th, 2014. I almost said 13. My name's Dan Gorman. God damn these electric sex pants. <laughs> my name's Casey Lyons. Pass. My name's Greg Legro, and my uncle lost a foot in the war, but he can still sometimes feel it. What's that? What's that called? <laughs> fantasy leg situation <laughs> awesome <laughs> what is that bro john dies at the end yeah oh sweet yeah, yeah i gotta see that movie yeah, it's so good yeah worth a watch man yeah i watched it's up it a on second Netflix. time this past weekend it was delightful oh man two times mm. <laughs> so you know it's good he two-timed it mm-hmm. yeah he gave it the old two times. so we call him the movie business a two-time <laughs> <laughs> yeah i gave it two time this isn't this podcast isn't about jargon <laughs> It's about lots of stuff, like we're going to play Film Roulette later, where Casey and I are going to talk about the new Spike Jones movie, Her, and Greg's going to talk about the new movie, 47 Ronin, big bomb at the box office, Greg went and saw it, Casey and I had to listen to some corn because of Greg last week, mm-hmm. and then we're going to roll for next week, play Serial Swap, get into the Airwolf Corner, what's it called? Stringfellow Hawk's Stringfellow Nest. Hawk's Nest, and more. 30% more jargon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jargon Central. <laughs> Come log on, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> woo! Internet. <laughs> yeah, so we got lots to talk about off the top. Uh, first things first. Thank you for everyone that came out to Video Vengeance number two, Eliminators VHS screening on yeah. Sunday. It was uh, a terrible, terrible night of yeah. sleet and freezing yeah. rain. Was Basically, like, yeah. everything about the weather. With the weather. <laughs> everything about the weather. Why do I try to talk? And I also like that we jumped on it so quick. Like you said, wither, and you were just going to move on. And we were like, he said wither. Make fun of him. Everybody shut up. He's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was awful. Yeah, the weather everything was... about it was prohibitive, and yet uh, we still had a pretty yeah, good time. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of people came out. We watched uh, Eliminators, the 1986 film with a Classic man board. film. It's good, it's right? a movie. It's... it's a movie that has ninjas and man borgs yeah. or mandroids. Android, yeah, and scientists, scientists and, yep. and cavemen, mercenary, and, and yeah. yet still 
absolutely nothing happens. Nothing at all. <laughs> it does all those things. Well, it, the whole it's, <laughs> it's the story of a hightail chase from Mexico, briefly to America, right back to Mexico. A <laughs> <laughs> whirlwind adventure. Yeah. Well, the whole like the whole thing for the listeners are Future, like, no Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. No Mexicans at all. There was a French guy. And yeah. He was apparently. I don't know why Mexican. he's in. Like I don't understand why he's French. So basically, the Manborg uh, is supposedly going to be uh, shut down by its yeah. owner. He's been traveling through for no time. Good reason. He's been traveling through time for getting him. Shields. Getting shields yeah. from I got the my Romans. New shield. I don't need my robot man yeah. anymore. And then he's like, I'm done with this Manborg that can travel through time and get me shields. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, like maybe keep him around. <laughs> yeah. He could be good for something else. But instead, he escapes. A lot escapes. of things. Even just butlering. Yeah. 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 And yeah. he built him. Like, he has so many accessories. Totally. Yeah. Oh, they were fully expecting to market this as like a toy mm-hmm. line. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. But why did they. Well, spoiler, but why did they kill, kill Android at the end or just leave him for dead you know, face down I, in the I've, dirt? I've seen this movie like three or four times in the last year and a half. I only this time realized he's dead at the end of the movie. What? Really? <laughs> because somebody says he's dead. Two people yeah. say yeah. it. <laughs> well, he's left in like a face down in the like the mud at the end of the movie, yeah. basically. Yeah. Was it the, just that it you just, couldn't... It just it ends so abruptly. It ends with them like winning after a man Borg was killed and it freeze frames on them and you're, well, you're they're kinda, having a laugh yeah well yeah. it's like the murder she wrote ending yeah, and it's totally. like all it, so it's left on this like kind of like triumphant freeze frame note and you I just I forget I'm just kind of like oh yeah 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 well they I, forgot too no one really gave a shit about Mandroid John should, John the, the Mandroid they're not eliminators this movie should be called like the downfall no of and they Mandroid. don't eliminate anything no. no or do they ever call themselves that or decide they're a team yeah I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. It's something it, it, it else. Basi- it is basically just like an hour and a half. Like the 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 way they spoiler alert they defeat their enemy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the way they do that is just a half-assed thing. Somebody punches a computer. Yeah. And sends him back in time. <laughs> yeah, were, that that whole thing reminds me of the Ash uh, and ending of of Evil Dead yeah, yeah. Two or no Army, Army of Darkness, Darkness where he takes too many drops. Yeah. Because it's like he ends up somewhere he's not supposed to be, and he's like, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> but like none of the rest of the movie had anything to do with that happening no. so they could have just cut out an hour and a half of this movie and just and the guy, that. the guy's plan is so stupid he's he's invented time travel and cyborgs and so he's gonna go to ancient Rome yeah yeah There's a million better things to do because he's gonna steal like uh, he wants to go of, he wants to rule Rome and yeah he's gonna, that's you know yeah but he also goes but like he, he goes back in time to get henchmen he, he cavemen gets cavemen. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can go anywhere in time. I assume you can go forward in time, too. Get some crazy future guys yeah, with crazy I know. future guns. I would guns. assume you could amass some kind of fortune with time travel yeah. and just pay some current fellas to do it for you. Yeah, well, he but already, already has. has. Cavemen and a bunch Did of Did you say curd guys. fellas or... Huh? Current. Current. Yeah, curd. Yeah, cheese curds. <laughs> yeah. Kurdish people. Some curdy fellas. No, those are, those are actually people. Yeah. But his henchmen are all uh, crazy cavemen wearing grass skirts and a bunch of like good old boys who are really overweight. This is this is my question about the whole movie uh, was I don't like the entire movie they're they're up against these like riverboat uh yeah. tour people and they're right. all kind of, they're all kind of, they're like they're hicks. Yeah. But yeah. then the hicks like then there's all these scenes of the hicks showing up at the bad guy place and be like we lost him boss and i'm like when were they yeah why and, are they like why yeah <laughs> under his well and when she shows up when uh, uh what's her face from uh, star trek next generation shows up in the bar and she's like i need the tough toughest person in this bar yeah and they all just start fighting like immediately uh it, yeah. they don't know why or if there's money involved <laughs> it's no. just like fight time yeah i need the toughest person in this bar to 
rebuild my deck yeah <laughs> <laughs> for a can of coke yeah um yeah and why do they cho- so she chooses a person yeah and they go off on a little you adventure know, with swamp tour yeah with the but then board. the other tour guides are like let's kill them yeah <laughs> those are supposed yeah, to be yeah. our fairs right <laughs> and the guy she chooses is not the toughest guy in that no bar. no no he's a clever he's the most clever because he gets away from the fight and he's then a scoundrel purports to be the winner <laughs> why yeah. didn't he get why didn't she get that lady that looks like andy richter that, that lady was much she had a guy that looked like john waters with him yeah, yeah. <laughs> who keeps oh mon well, dieu yeah. that's french like his own yeah. oh he was a french his guy. only yeah. line in the movie is like he's, oh mon dieu he was the french he was the french mexican <laughs> yeah Anyway, this movie's delightful. Mm. I've seen yeah, it so time. many times. Yeah. It's a good like I, I I think the reason I didn't realize Manborg dies at the end of it is because every time I've watched it, it's been like at one a.m. after I've drank. Yeah, <laughs> like, we gotta watch Eliminators again. Yeah, that guy's yeah. lying face down. I I feel you, buddy. Yeah. And you've just you just blocked it. Out yeah, because it's so traumatic. Totally. But uh, yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. Um, and we'll be doing, doing a, next another month. one next month. So yeah. I'm sure we'll have more information about that in coming episodes. I'm sure we will. <laughs> <laughs> I assume uh, I assume there will be information yeah, about it. Eventually. <laughs> um, what else we got? Oh, uh, as of yesterday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, mm-hmm. Um, the first episode of Drink Along, a Toronto-based podcast, is gone up on Modern Superior. Yeah. We've added them to our network. Yes. Welcome to the network, boys. Yeah. Hello. Uh, drink along with Dave and Jeremy. Uh, they drink and talk, yep. and you listen, <laughs> or, or drink along, and drink and listen, yeah. as the title would suggest. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. It's yeah, a it's chat show. show. Yeah, yeah, very entertaining. They're uh, good on-air personalities. Yeah, they got a nice way about. And them. they have like a sweet back, like but they have background in uh, in like brewing and, mm-hmm. and bar and yeah, they know what they're talking about with the beers. Yeah. Just like, this is good. Yeah, Bronk, I love <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> That's the shit. So <laughs> See you next Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so keep an eye out on our website. There'll be episodes going up, and you got 14 other ones that you can go find on uh, on their site. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the episode 15 post on modernsphere.com, there's a link to their back catalog. So go listen to them. Yeah. 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 Do it. And uh, keep up on it. Huh. And uh, what else are we going to talk about? I don't know. I saw a couple trailers before. Uh, I saw a couple. Horrible trailers <laughs> before uh, the movie I went and saw last night. What what is with this? Uh, I think I know what you're going to talk about. Ray Fiennes is Charles Dickens. Oh, uh, oh, Invisible Woman that. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! It's like it was tailored to be something that I will never ever see. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about that romance movie. Did you see a trailer for that? Uh, where it's I can't remember for the life of me the name of it, but it's like you're not supposed to be with that dude, and she's like I gotta do it anyway. <laughs> like literally, it's like the most cliche sound. I can't even remember. Like nobody's. Uh, I don't even it's, know. It's yeah, like there's nobody in it, and it's called like like Valentine's Day. It's like coming this Valentine's Day <laughs> is I can't fucking I. There's a million people oh, wait, on the maybe podcast. I'm thinking about either, so many a, listeners are being like, why even bring it up if you don't know the yeah. name? <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> but there's like some garbage looking romance movie. It looks like a Nicholas Sparks film. Is right. it a is it present day or present day? Oh no, the other one I was thinking of was uh uh written by Akiva Gold uh is it Goldsman or Goldsmith? I think it's Goldsman. Um Yeah. And it's something about Yeah, I really should have researched this more. You know, it's about a dude. It's about this guy. Like, it it, it happens in the past and in the 
president, and then Russell Crowe's looking for him, and it looks like it looks like Kate Leopold. Kind of. <laughs> uh, the film I was talking about was Endless, Endless Love. Endless Love, yes, yeah, yeah. You're talking about Winter's Tale. Yeah, yeah. That's Akiva Goldsman. Yeah, right. That's about a, Colin Farrell. That's who it yeah, is. Yeah, it's about Colin Farrell, and he like. It's another time travel romance where he lives forever and the woman he loves like dies, but then in hundreds of years later in present day he like runs into her again in her. So new- Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dracula. It's Dracula meets Kate and Leopold. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Which oh, I my. just I hooked you listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I just did. But yeah, endless love that looks like nah, yeah. It's like a. Ugh. Wait now, did I not want to see that, or did I want to? It's see just it? about like a, a a like a rich girl or a privileged oh, girl yeah. or something. She's not supposed to be with the dude with the pickup truck, but she's gonna do it anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, but I it looks all like forever. it looks all sinister and yeah, shit. Yeah, the parents are like trying to keep them apart. Yeah, it looks yeah, like kind of like a thriller. Bruce, Bruce Greenwood's not down with, with no. what's going on, what but uh, that looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, successful That's trailer round up. <laughs> have, have you guys seen the trailer for Pompeii? Yeah. Paul, yeah, Paul W. S. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> that looks uh, really. And I like that before, like movies at the Cineplex thing. They're really trying to sell it, like they have all the people talking about it that are in the movie, and they're like, "Yeah, this is like Paul W. S. Anderson's. Like he had this passion project. He's always loved Pompeii, yeah. and he wants to make this movie." I'm like, "This looks awful. Just terrible. <laughs> just I just don't give a fuck." Yeah, I don't understand why. Paul W.S. Anderson is necessary. <laughs> Why is he necessary? He doesn't do anything that Roland Emmerich doesn't do. He I doesn't know. Do anything he's that, like yeah. He's like the, the the he's the line in between Roland Emmerich and Yui Bull. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I guess he kind of is yeah, because there yeah. has been things. I mean, I can't remember a Yui Bull movie that I like. I really no. liked uh, not Yui Bull, Uwe Bull, but I really liked uh, Event Horizon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love Event Yeah, Event Horizon is a great fucking movie. Soldier's yeah. pretty fun as a piece of shit, kind of like. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, I don't know, even like people say they like the first Resident Evil movie, but I feel like that's no, in no, the no, wake. No, 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 that thing was a fucking retarded. I feel All like of them are it's, retarded. <laughs> it's in the wake of the sequels. People go back to the first one, they're like, yeah, yeah, this one wasn't that bad. I, yeah, you know, kind of had some stuff from the game. No, you're, you're thinking like, of no. the game. The game yeah. is not bad. Yeah, <laughs> the game is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah, oh, and you Pompeii, know what? Though, oh. Death Race, guilty pleasure. Oh, the, I, the, I didn't see that. The remake. Oh, I didn't care for that. Yeah, I liked it. It's basically Mario Kart the movie. This is true. I just was really mad <laughs> that explosions. it was called Death Race. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, this isn't. Yeah. <laughs> was it just called Death Race, or yeah, was it called Death Race? Just Death there. Race. Yeah. But there's. <laughs> Awesome explosions in it, yeah. like wicked. <laughs> yeah, because I remember seeing trailers for it and kind of going like, "This is going to be dumb fun." Yeah, and then I heard so much about it that it was just not fun. I've at actually all. seen the sequels too, two and Good three. Lord. Really? Um, one, I think two is not very good, and then three was actually like a really fun idiot action movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, mm. for the really fun idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, should we talk about the music video? Yes, let's talk about that. Yeah. So, uh, friend of the show, Word mm. Burglar, has a new music video. Mm-hmm. What's it album, called, Greg? Uh, the the song is called Rap Viper. Yeah. From the uh, Welcome to Cobra Island album. An which entire is fucking awesome. An entire album uh, about G.I. Joe. Yeah. Which, which is, is, to my mind, 
hands down the best hip hop album made about G.I. Joe ever. Yeah. Unquestionably. Ever. Yeah. Yet someone else is free to do that if they like. Yeah, if they'd like to. <laughs> if they'd like to try and better it, but they won't. But uh, yeah, this uh, and the album's really good even if you're not a big G.I. Oh, yeah, Joe nerd. Oh yeah, cuz I don't know the you know the stuff yeah. that he's referencing but it's still a sick fucking hip-hop yeah, no, album. The beats are good the rhymes are fun you can yeah. you know it's, it's all it's all there you don't have to be a gi joe nerd like he uses but if you are a gi joe nerd yeah oh, oh boy <laughs> yeah because so as someone that doesn't know it like he uses the the like really deep references in a way with references to other things like he's mm-hmm. not only referencing gi joe like there's a lot of really clever and funny stuff that you'll get totally. regardless and the beats are great again yeah and the, the music good. video i was uh, talking to him today and i was complimenting on it because it fucking looks like a million it looks bucks amazing his videos like he's got this weird knack for oh well, I, I don't him or whoever does his videos yeah like there is this weird knack of like like it being like a video fact kind of yeah, yeah thing that that ends up looking like and he fucking, said they did it like on a really like low budget and i was like it looks amazing looks croc monsieur was the same way like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that but this like, video like, looked amazing I mean, all the detail in this is pretty yeah. impressive like all the old vehicles like i mean you know crazy i didn't CGI. expect today to wake up and watch word burglar drive a his tank yeah you know like that was fucking impressive <laughs> oh i knew i would no. <laughs> <laughs> you had to dream about it i expect nothing else yeah yeah but just great check out the video we'll post it on uh, our facebook page or you can find it. It's pretty not too hard to find. Uh, but check out the album. Uh, yeah. I, I believe you can just go to wordburglar.com to check out his albums yeah. and other videos there. The guy is amazing. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I saw some stuff. Cool. Uh, I saw The Way Way Back. Oh. Finally. Yeah. Um, and I just loved it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's really good. What a great it's the fucking best it's yeah. most age movie, of that heartwarming movie. Oh, yeah, of but, all but time. Uh, very emotional too. Like really funny, and you kind of know how it's gonna go, but it doesn't matter because all yeah. the performances are so good. But like anybody who's had a, a difficult stepdad, like this is your go-to movie to have yeah. good and, and, and some of the stuff. Cry with, time. Yeah, some <laughs> of the stuff between the main character and Steve Carell is the stepdad. Oh, I, I thought that was the stuff that kind of bucked the trend because absolutely there was that. There's a moment at the party or whatever where he like finally stands up against yeah. them, and it's kind of like. It really there's there's some moments where, where even if you've seen all the coming of age movies you'll be like yeah like yeah, it, yeah. it kind of that opening scene too the dialogue in that opening yeah. scene is pretty that that set the tone where I was like this is not it, I it's going to be a coming of age movie but it has a little more weight than on the wheels you yeah know? you mean uh, the Alice and Janney thing no the, in the car the opening scene uh, what, rate yourself out of ten. Oh yeah, God fuck damn. yeah! <clears throat> that tells Steve you Carell. everything you need to know about Steve Carell's character. Yeah. And the the crazy thing is, dude, he's not just vilified. Like, no. he he is ultimately a shithead. Yeah, but you kind of go like, well, he's a shithead who's trying not to be a shithead, yeah. just not trying very hard. Yeah. 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 It's the first thing that he's done in Steve Carell in a while that's been like fucking bang on. Like, yeah, it's and his performance, performance. is fantastic. Yeah. He's in a good movie. It's, it's no Dan sleeps on pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no Dan in the real world pancake head. <laughs> <laughs> I was I don't know who I was talking to. I was talking about how shitty his film career has been, and I went back and looked over his IMDb, and I'm like, yeah, it's just garbage, man. Yeah, like it, it came out strong. You know, you got like yeah. uh, a little Miss Sunshine, four year old virgin, wicked, and then mm-hmm. just garbage, 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 garbage. Yeah, a bunch did of you fucking get, crap. Did you guys see that Get Smart movie? Yeah, yeah I did. I, I kind of liked it. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> it had a couple moments for me. I mean, I didn't some of, all of all of them will have a moment because he's a genuinely hilarious person, and I think yeah. he can really act. But man, the movies! But this is great. I hope this is a, a step in a different direction for him. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I loved the movie. I loved the soundtrack. 
Uh, I, every performance was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Please watch that movie. Just want to mention one other thing I watched. I watched this documentary called The Whale, which is about a killer whale. I After watching Blackfish, I've been like, more, please. Yeah. I, my, I can't watch anything else. <laughs> so I watched this really good documentary called The Whale um, that's actually produced by Ryan Reynolds and Scarlett Johansson. It's about this uh, a, a whale that had been separated from its pod and living off the uh, uh, the shore in uh, BC and was like really involved in this uh, community's lives, but then the government steps in and they don't know what to do with you know like you can't touch it, don't, don't yeah. look at it. And there's all these anyway. It's a really interesting story and it's really sad, but kind of touching. And anyway, in the, in it there's a a, a native. There's a, a major native component to it because they, they feel like it's the, a spiritual reincarnation mm-hmm. of their former chief. And so there's this one guy who's talking about it the whole time, and he's really spiritual and really gentle and super nice, and he's carving all these cool uh, uh, whale wood carvings Sweet. throughout the movie. And then I noticed about an hour into the movie, I took a good look at his hands because they keep on showing him carving shit. And he has tattoos across his knuckles, and his tattoos say on his hands, Fuck Gene. <laughs> like G-E-N-E. Yes. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, totally. That is the fucking best thing I've ever heard. Revenge Knuckles. Yeah. yeah. He's so like, he's so at peace with everybody, but except for fucking except Gene. Except for Gene. You yeah. know Gene? what? Can- fuck Gene. Yeah. For the rest of his fucking life. Yeah. Fuck Gene. <laughs> That's the best. That's amazing. But then, I, and then I was really watching all the names that were coming up, like, who's Gene? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that's the whale's name. Yeah. It's like dude. weird. He's like, I really came around on that whale. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I hadn't got these tattoos. Yeah, you see the one on my back. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got a whole picture of him. <laughs> I let my I fr- this whole scenario, this whole revenge scenario. I get my friends to throw whale. darts at my back. <laughs> oh uh, man, it was a, such a weird little thing in this really touching, yeah. you know, emotional documentary. <laughs> Fuck Gene. Yeah. <laughs> Get a shot of my hands. I want this in the movie. Yeah. No, check it out. I'll, I'll carve wood for you. <laughs> Fuck that, man. I'm, that's a documentary I'm watching next. Yeah, no. Fuck Gene. <laughs> totally. I want to know what happened. I want, I what want... turned him from Gene to Maybe whales? when it comes out on DVD, there'll be like a special feature like about Gene. Like, yeah. what, what did he do? The like... real story of Gene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure. Pretty great. <laughs> I tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 sorry. One. Wh- I want to do that so bad now, but just somebody that I don't really have a problem with. <laughs> <laughs> just, why did he commit to that? Yeah. And just, just like show just up the and the first hang out friend with them. you can think yeah. of that has a four letter name. Yeah. Just, just somebody who makes me mildly uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but don't, yeah, like, just show up and hang out with them and just wait for them to notice yeah. it. Like, drink tea and, like, hold it up in front of their face or. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying, Greg? I have a treat for you guys. Oh. Oh, boy. Uh, um, I just was on IMDb flipping through things, and guess who has a new review up? Oh, shit. I'm not going to read the whole thing, just the end. It's a review for uh, Catching Fire, the Hunger Games. Okay. Okay. From Bollywood Chewbacca. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, and now a movie review. (laughs) Now the 8 out of 10 movie review. Well, for for anyone that might be joining uh, that hasn't heard the last few episodes, we stumbled upon a IMDb reviewer who uh, seems to be someone who doesn't speak English too great and also a bot that just makes up reviews it seems like it seems yeah, just jargon some of it doesn't make any sense at all and it's, it's a delightful combination delightful. of the mentally deficient it's quite great um so that the title of the review is didn't we just see this as battle royal battle royale yeah yes we did uh in a way anyway so 
the review is one of his like ones that seem a little more normal, but then the ending gets into he's talking about a character that isn't in the movie. Okay. <laughs> and then he this is the final paragraph is overall you get an uneven film. Only the setting is original, but mostly this is just an average feel-good comedy with what? some raunchy <laughs> scenes. You will smile more than laugh out loud. Nonetheless, you will still have a happy feeling with the final outcome, however predictable predictable it is. Zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still back at Catching Fire being a raunchy I know. comedy. I don't this know. Is, this is why I think it's like a bot. Like oh. it's, it's just like taking other reviews and like splicing them and together, cobbling them together. But that doesn't. To what end? <laughs> I know. It's not advertising anything. I know. No, no, no. Like there's no gain for this person. <laughs> well, I mean, other than yeah. the fame of it's being not, called it's out not on this advertising show. anything that we know of. In other yeah. news, I really want to drink a Coke right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I'm giving Coca-Cola eight out of ten yeah. right now, but I am. It's disgusting and delicious. Eight out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> that's great though. Like you'll you'll laugh more than you won't. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's predictable, but come on, guys, give it a break. Zero out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Gene. <laughs> P.S. Fuck Gene. <laughs> I was choked on coffee. <laughs> I was I was worried that for this year there wouldn't be a replacement for there's a ghost in safe yeah. haven. But I think we can all agree, I agree. that we, we signed the show off. Fuck Gene. Fuck Gene. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Are we good with that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best. Oh, that's yeah. all I got. Um, that's the end of my time. I got a few things I'll talk about real, real quick. <laughs> uh, I watched a lot of shit, as I am prone to do. Mm-hmm. I saw a Canadian, a part Canadian produced film called Deadly Eyes about killer rats that takes place in Toronto. Oh, uh, oh that's sweet. probably now my favorite killer rat movie of all time. <laughs> Not Whoa, that there's a how lot. Deep is the list? I know, there's Rats Night of Terror, which is an Italian one. It's okay. And then there's yeah. like Willard or whatever. Is it I rats like, Willard. like the pos- a rats night they, of terror or rats colon, hyphen yeah. colon. night of Taylor? Oh, colon. Terror does graveyard shift. Oh, pretty low, man. I've heard people say Willard? that's good. No, graveyard shift, the yeah. Stephen King adaptation. No, I know about Willard. Dorf? Oh, Willard, pretty low. Yeah. Um, Boo. But yeah, so it's basically... The remake? (laughs) Real high. (laughs) Um, Deadly Eyes is basically about these rats that eat this, like, genetically modified corn that's going to be shipped out of uh, the marine and then just go on a rampage. And it's awesome. Super gory. Mm -hmm. Super brutal kills, surprisingly. And the rats are like uh, little dogs dressed up as rats. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah, it's great. Oh, man. That is the fucking best. I loved it. I loved it. I want it. Everyone needs to see it, for sure. Outstanding. And then I watched a shitload of... I won't rattle through them. I watched one other thing that I'll say I uh, recommend to watch is this a slasher called Just Before Dawn starring George Kennedy. Oh, um, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, it's like a backwoods slasher about these teenagers that are driving into the woods and they're going to go camping. And it's kind of like it, it's one of those slashers where you watch it and you're like, oh, I can I'll totally understand why every movie starts like this because when it's done right, it works great. And uh, they get like warnings not to go into the woods and there's this like cannibal, like weird. Uh, family in the woods but uh, the one thing I will single out is well two things is that George Kennedy is fucking awesome in this movie and uh, the final girl is maybe and this surprised me so much I wasn't expecting this at all but like the final girl in this movie is maybe now my one of my all time favorite final girls no kidding Um, the, 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 the end of the movie not to spoil it there's a final girl she survives but the way she kills the villain is 
so fucking badass and it comes out of nowhere i won't say what she does but uh, it's amazing sweet. she kills him in this crazy amazing way and then the other guy that survives just cries <laughs> <laughs> like it literally just sobs what oh, like is in the is corner streaming anywhere or? no i downloaded it okay um, what's it called again it's just called before just dawn? before dawn just before dawn and the yeah, soundtrack is awesome out. and like the 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 score they use the natural sounds in the woods like really well like right I've on. I've read some people single out that they use these crickets and there's always crickets but then like the one scene that there isn't crickets you know something's wrong it's yeah, just yeah. really cool ah, very cool yeah I, I like I Kennedy it. a lot too. I know he's great man yeah and he shows up in these like little like B movies and often puts in just fucking great performances. <laughs> Because most um, people would know him from uh, Naked Gun, yeah, being uh, Drebin's partner and uh, Cool Hand Luke, yeah, yeah, which I still maintain is way too wacky a performance to have deserved. What is so great? I know everybody disagrees with me. I've actually never seen right. it. What? Uh, yeah, never seen man, it. Watch that. It's movie. a good movie. It's like, really it's, good. It's a great movie, and he, it's not that George Kennedy's unlikable in it. He's just a little. I am Sammy for my Well, I, let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that's all, that's all I'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. I'd, have, I'd have to look at the nominees from that year to decide if. Yeah. Uh, I'm just so glad that he had an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's a delight. Uh, yeah, I haven't really been watching anything. I got Apple TV now, and I wasn't sure what I thought about it, and then I hooked it up, and now it's the best thing ever. Nice. No shit, I fucking love it. Because you could just put, like, shit from, like, if you're watching, you know, YouTube or whatever on your phone, you just hit a little button, and then it's on your TV. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. I, I have the Android uh, Google version of that. Yeah, uh, the Chromecast. It's right. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like if you can you can install it on your computer, and so if you have a tab open, you can s- throw it to your fucking TV screen. Yeah. Or if you have like a, the YouTube app has a little button on, it, you can throw it to your screen. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's the best. Plus, you know, uh, it's got like Hulu Plus and everything. Like, yeah, it's got all that shit on it. Yeah. Um, what was the point of that? Oh yeah, are you uh, able to watch I, Hulu with it, like with the uh, unblock us type stuff? Does that work? Uh, no, not with the. No, I still need to get a uh, um, an American credit card. Right, okay, right. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, so I've been watching Getting Doug with High, mm-hmm. which is a new web series yeah. uh, hosted by uh, Doug Benson. by Doug Benson, wherein he invites notable people, celebrities on, and they just get super high the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, like they've had great. Like Jeff Ross was on, and I, I don't know. There's it's just fun to see like a different side of celebrities. Like when they're like high and really stupid. Like yeah. when Jeff Ross gets high. Literally, all he does is roast jokes. <laughs> it's really fucking bizarre. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they have a, a bunch of great guests. Uh, Natasha Leggero, uh, James Adomian. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you can get it as a podcast as well. Just you can get it as a podcast, to but it's I, fun I to watch watching it on the, the VPN network. Because yeah, they're in, like, a little like little bare room with, like, a space background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with, like, kind of a half-ass yeah. space background. And it's, it's a lot of fun. So I definitely say check it out. Sweet. Cool. Nice. So, uh, what do you say? Should we get into film roulette then? Just before we do, uh, I, if you haven't already, please go to modernspirit.com oh, yeah. 
and check out Dan Gorman, our oh, very own shucks. Dan Gorman. Me? Uh, his new article on uh, the movie House. Yeah. It's um, it's so great, and it's gotten oh boy, it's gotten so. <laughs> Come <laughs> well, on, you guys. Guess. I mean, uh, it's there's been like a lot of uh, conversation on the Facebooks and like yeah, on social yeah. media about it, and it sort of sparked a lot of uh, conversations, which have been fucking really great. Yeah, and just totally, and really I, interesting to read. Yeah, yeah, it's about um, the main character of House rejecting masculinity in the film, and I and and I was working on it for a really long time, and I didn't really get it to where I like I like it, but I didn't get it as deep as I wanted to and so I was happy to see people on Facebook like that know a lot more about that kind of theory be like well here is like what else you, we could be talking about and, right and, and kind of like taking even so further. basically you're Look. saying you didn't work that hard on <laughs> and it I'm and glad everyone still else did. brilliant yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I yeah. fucking toss it off in a half hour. Whoa. It's amazing, but whatever. I can do better. Shut up. I don't care. But yeah, uh, thanks to everyone that's read it. And yeah. yeah, it's yeah, fucking great. And if you haven't read, read it. Article, and if you haven't seen House, watch House. Yeah. Yeah, fucking watch it and then read the article and, yeah. and understand how fucking, uh, uh, how interesting an article it is. Ooh, sweet. And um, I say that not having any sort of friendship with me. No, no, I don't no, care no. for him as a person. No, this is against my will. Yeah. <laughs> I have a gun out. <laughs> you guys are going to get tattoos that say, fuck Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have to add an extra. An fuck extra Dan. I'll, I'll cut one of my fingers off to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him so That's fucking much. That's how much I fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm, uh, I'm just going to put, fuck, dang. Dang. <laughs> I'll just put that G in there. Dang. Who's yeah. dang? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, dang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new expression. Oh, All right. Sweet. Let's, let's get go, the fucking Let's do it. Film let's roulette. Film Roulette is a weekly segment where the three of us roll the die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. Casey and I went and saw her. It's topping a lot of 2013 best of lists and we're going to weigh in and the loser has to go see something that looks terrible. Greg went and saw 47 Ronin, the huge bomb that tanked at the box office the opening weekend that it came out and mm-hmm. got like 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a lower Metacritic score than Grown Ups 2. Woo! Wow. Boy. Uh, but the loser... Right. That's impressive. <laughs> the yeah. loser gets to give <laughs> hey, the I've winners... Seen Grown Ups 2. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knows. You're going you're gonna to relate. Uh, but but as I was, uh, the the losers get to give the winners a album to listen to for the rest of the week. Greg and Greg gave Casey and I a corn oh. album. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, and that's yeah. how we play, and we'll roll for next week as well. Yes, but um, first, let's, let's let's talk about her. Let's talk about her. <laughs> I went and saw her last night. Yeah, I saw her on Friday. <laughs> I, I liked will, her. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever tire. Isn't Joaquin Phoenix in her? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's in her. Uh, Amy Adams in there there's too. There's a surprising amount of people in her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't uh, think get that many in her. Uh, <laughs> but there are a lot of, you know, some smaller parts in her. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I I have seen her. I've yeah. not seen Inside Lewin Davis yet. No. <laughs> I can't seem to see Inside That Guy. <laughs> I tried. Um, um, so, yeah, this is the new Spike Jones movie. <laughs> it's it's kind, <laughs> kind of a sci-fi uh, love story set in the... I like to think a not too distant future. Um, oh yeah, no question. It's like it's like you know, ten years from now or something. Yeah, about like a, a lonely writer who strikes up a relationship with the latest version of an operating system, 
that, it's uh, it's an operating system that can learn and teach itself. Yeah, and, uh, like hyper uh, uh, realistic AI kind of thing. Yeah, it has emotions and yeah. Anyway, and that, and she's played by Scarlett Johansson, and Joaquin Phoenix is the lead with Amy Adams in a supporting role. Um, the, I, I first I want to talk about this movie uh, a little bit. I want to talk about the not too distant future aspect mm-hmm. i think something that this movie does that's really interesting is make a, a sci-fi setting not seem so far-fetched oh yeah no like it's it's basically all of the technology in the movie is technology that we already have just furthered yeah. and perfected it's all it's almost like if if apple were to take over everything yeah and and yeah. kind of like and kind of like streamline the design to be more colorful it would it'd be almost like that because everybody's walking around these kind of like iphone-esque things with an earbud in yeah and then they're and then your operating system's talking to you and you're checking your emails and it's, it's dictating your emails and it also predicts uh it also predicts future um fashion fashions yeah. and stuff and <laughs> everyone oh boy the the future is high-waisted yeah <laughs> a lot of people have said that it's off-putting yeah that's the most off-putting thing i found about this movie yeah, i can see like, that I, I i i i foresee a lot of people criticizing this movie as being like quote-unquote hipster I, I feel like i could see people doing that like saying like oh it's like the hipster future where everything like is designed nice and minimalistic or whatever it is yeah but i but i thought it was like tastefully done like i could see like aside from maybe some of like i didn't mind the the fashion i wouldn't wear pants that i wasted like when a movie is in a different time like in, in the future i like when they when they take a, a run at it like yeah. fuck it we're, you know well, no one's if, gonna look like the they thing do right is, now i yeah. feel like the projection of the future is not necessarily the you know the projection of the sort of hipster future it, it, it's not all that far off yeah. because i think that hipster culture is hey is, i know uh, I, just a little Let's part of me dies it. every time i say hipster, hipster culture, culture. Um, it's not even, yeah. It, it's <laughs> just uh, popular. It's like almost popular culture. Well, exactly. Point. Like everything that was, you know, that was at one time called alternative, cool at one time called mod, and yeah. then at one time called, you know, this or that. It's all just sort of like dumb euphemisms yeah. or, or extensions for what's kind of super hip and cool right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very believable future. That, absolutely. It, like the world isn't isn't like changed with flying cars. It's just kind of like. Same world, the different toys. Yeah. Or whatever you want to say. Right. Um, so and yeah. a different relationship to... Uh, to, to those toys. Or, or, or a different dependency. Like, yeah. this movie has... So many themes. Yeah, I feel like the, the like so many on this topic of the future thing. I think this is a future that uh, the film is projecting. If I feel like the, um, the crux of the future is like. Is, is kind of stems from a criticism that people make of like kids today they're all on their phone and they're not paying attention to anyone because like in this movie it's a lot of like what if that was what our future's like because everybody's yeah. on their phone on this like every shot of people in the subway they're all talking to themselves but there was in their ear there was something that I liked about uh, the fact that okay for, first of all I'll just just because I loved this movie okay I I, ha- I I really really like this movie but it wasn't a movie that Walking out of the theater, I was like, I'm blown away. It was a movie where I was like, I'm going to think about this for a really long time. Yeah, I was definitely thinking about it as I left. And and it's been on my mind like like all day and stuff like that. I, I would put it on my top 10. 
it's not in my top five. Yeah, I, don't, I would probably agree with that. But but definitely, it was a grower. It was like I enjoyed it. There was things about it that were kind of off-putting. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was kind of like, okay, let's like think about this. Yeah, I mean, there there were certain there were points in the movie. Like I liked every single second of the movie, and yet there were point there were stretches of it where it's kind of like, well, that part wasn't all that necessary. Like I understand that you're building a character. Um, and you're fleshing out a character so much kind of thing and all this stuff is yeah. eventually emotionally relevant but it's like well I would have I would have sacrificed a couple of those things for the sake of brevity but okay other than that I mean it wasn't a chore to watch it was no. it, it was so funny it's and funny so yeah. heartwarming and, and I, I, th- I thought it was interesting that a lot of the laughs um I don't know if this is weird, like, kind of, like, they're very, like, satirical laughs. Like, a lot of the stuff that's funny is a lot of, like, what if this, like, annoying thing now is, like, still annoying? In the f- like, like he plays a video game, and the little character in the video game is very foul-mouthed, and yeah. it almost recalls, like, now when you go and play a video game on your PlayStation Online, and everybody online is like, fuck you, or whatever. It kind of <laughs> feels like that. It's like this little foul-mouthed character, and you're just kind of like, that's kind of like a future version of this thing that's funny and annoying now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like Or, like, the I, video I, game that... Uh, Amy Adams is making is kind of like you're a mom in a cook in a kitchen you're failing your children and stuff and it's kind of like there's video games almost like that now but not to that extent yeah like exactly cooking no, mama and right like like sort of the ironic sense of of uh <laughs> ah fuck, there's like yeah, like the the sort of like tongue in cheekness yeah. of of it in this era yeah. is just going to be so accepted and yeah. so part of the zeitgeist in, exactly. in whatever ten years. Yeah, but yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. And, and but it's also charming. Totally, like, it's also well done and charming. Yeah, I think the thing that struck me the most while I was watching it and when I took away from from the movie was um like just. For a movie about a guy falling in love with his operating system, the complexity of the emotions I just thought were was really cool because, like, while you're watching the movie, like, there's moments where I don't like Joaquin Phoenix, and and there's moments where like uh, the stuff that the operating system is doing is kind of off-putting, mm-hmm. but then there's moments where it's the exact opposite, and you really like them together. And I just yeah. felt like it. It I've heard people criticize uh, it as containing the manic pixie girl trope on Scarlett Johansson uh, as, like, she only exists to inform his, like, transformation and accepting of a new way of life. And, the and I think goddamn about that. But, but I, <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, but, and, and I wanted to say, like, I feel like you can say that, but I also think, like, leveling that criticism on the movie kind of takes away the compl- from the complexity of her character. Cause I think this movie is just as much about how he changes her. Absolutely. She's as fallible a character as he is. Yeah. She's as human a character yeah. as he is. Uh, again, so many themes. Yeah. But what I wanted to say I think was... people just really like saying manic pixie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, like, people like pointing that out. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, like, mm, I noticed a hip little thing. It was Spike <laughs> Jones and his little mustache and stuff. Uh, like, I gotta attack everything he does as being, you know, too fucking current and mm-hmm. and, and not, you yeah. know, ha- has no sense I of I just think, like, like, just... It's definitely, like, her, the depth of, of both of their characters and both of, like, their actions and stuff, I just thought it was really cool because it's definitely not a one-note movie. It's, no. like, he's really jealous at times, and then she does things and that he make him jealous, and then he kind of, like, it's so... It's, but the it's thing so... is, the things that she does... I don't know. I, like, I want to have this conversation <laughs> as two people who, who have actually seen it, and, I, I you know, I don't want to ruin anything, but I keep going back to this whole thing. There are so many themes, and they're all fucking tied in perfectly. There's nothing that doesn't work in this movie. Uh, 
like there, there's themes of like uh, sexual acceptance, like because people are are a little weary to accept uh, humans having relationships with their OSs. Yeah. Um, it, it, fucking Chris Pratt. Chris fucking, Pratt. I, I, when I, you I said love, that, I was like, oh yeah. There's because there's a moment where Chris Pratt's just like, oh yeah, relationship with your OS. Cool. Anyway, like yeah, bring her along. yeah. Like and, and, and so <laughs> like it shows it shows acceptance of that, and it shows like sort of like the reticence to accept. Um, to accept like a, a, a new burgeoning sexuality, which is ultimately what the world is struggling to yeah. uh, 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 to, to sort of comprehend and, and, and accept right now. So there's something really interesting about that, but it's not heavy-handed. Nothing yeah. about this movie is heavy-handed, nor is it played lightly. Yeah, it's it's a really skillfully made movie. I've heard a lot of people say like. Oh, you know, Spike Jones is making a Charlie Kaufman movie on his own now. No, and I'm like, way. well, sure, it has that sort of really imaginative. I didn't think world, of that once but at if all. You, no, nor did I. I was like, uh, like this is almost more informed by Sofia Coppola than uh, yeah, um, than by by Charlie Kaufman. Definitely. And it's a big imaginative world, but it's all rooted in reality, and it's all given the proper amount of respect to, to the fact that it's not like kitschy or something. Yeah, um, yeah, a really, really well made movie. Yeah, and, and I thought it had such a singular, like his own real singular voice. Yeah, totally. Like that. Yeah, like definitely um, a movie that I really enjoyed, and and as I said, it didn't blow me away when I walked to the no. theater. But it's there's a lot to latch on to here, and there's a lot of cool stuff to think about. And I just think it's really honest about about relationships, and I I think that struck me the most by the end of the movie. I thought I was kind of like wavering in the middle of the movie, like I don't know how I feel about this, what like what it's saying or whatever. And I think that really by the end of it. It, it kind of won me over in terms of the complexity of their relationship. Like, I think it for a movie about, like, a guy in an operating system, I think there's a lot of insight into the push and pull oh, good between Lord. men and women and, and whatever. Like, I don't think that this – you can't really nail it down to, like, this is what this movie's saying. It's, like, like some of the stuff that happens at the end of the movie with him being jealous and she's, like, kind of off with other OSs and stuff. And it's very much about just, like, you can't own somebody when you you're in a relationship. You can't own somebody, and that's okay. Yeah. That was actually probably the hardest thing for me to to, to watch in that movie. Yeah. Like, uh, that, that kind of sense of, like... Yeah, you don't have ownership over a person, yeah. like in the archaic sense of 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 what marriage and relationships yeah. were, you know, um, years ago. It, yeah. it is incredibly outmoded. Totally. Um, and we and everybody needs to fucking learn how to accept <laughs> that. And there's something so fucking great about seeing that on the big screen. Yeah, definitely. Well. Definitely. Because uh, because it is a really ultimately depressing and uplifting movie. Yeah. It's a feels movie. You're just going to go there and just have tons of emotions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go and just be exhausted by the yeah. end of it, which, yeah, which I was, I definitely but totally satisfied. I definitely liked it a lot. Like you said, like, I don't know. It didn't, like, rock it up my end of the year list or whatever, but it was just like, wow, like, there's so much here for me to think about, and yeah. I really like that. And I will watch this movie, like... Yeah, or, like I'm, I'll watch this movie like I watch adaptation. Yeah, I'm <laughs> interested. Know, like, to, I'm interested to see it again, like, on DVD and, and kind of like... Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I could spend some more time with it for yeah. sure. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it if you if it's something you've been interested in seeing. I do think on the, my final point, I will say I do think that the, this is one of those movies where if people already have decided they think it's stupid to make a movie about like a guy in an OS, like I I I, I feel like this isn't going to change it some of their minds. No, mind. they're going to come in and be like, oh, this is stupid, stupid, dumb future movie, like mm-hmm. with uh whatever. This is a dumb idea. And the I, fictional person you're describing yeah. is making me mad. <laughs> <laughs> like I just idiot, you don't get it, yeah. man. Like I, yeah, like I wouldn't like twist someone's arm and be like, no, but you got to see her. If you like, I know you think it's stupid. I just yeah, like, yeah, no, it, it's you know not going to change your yeah. mind. It, it, it is a fairly precious movie. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like you know. I don't want. I don't know. I want to say like Harmony <laughs> yeah. Corinne or someone like yeah. that. Like it's. It, it, it's just it's a well told story. Yeah, definitely, it's awesome. Yeah. Um. So how was uh, Forty Seven Ronin, the huge bomb starring Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Is that was that Forty Seven out of ten? Yeah. Was, <laughs> a, <laughs> uh, was that a uh, well told story? Uh well, let's see. It's uh Forty Seven Ronin uh, takes the viewer back to uh, gives a front row seat to feudal Japan, which is a land of make believe <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, giant monsters with tree branches for arms. Um, I already knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we all took history. <laughs> yeah, right? um, yeah, I don't know, man. This movie is okay. So it's about uh, Keanu Reeves is a half breed. They keep calling him, uh, and he's brought. I don't know. They keep him. <laughs> they they hate him. He lives in a hut outside of uh, uh, of the village, and um, oh, I don't know. There's a the the leader gets killed, and the, so all of his samurai are. Set loose, uh, there. You know, you become a Ronin when you're a uh, masterless samurai. So all 47 of them, or or 48, I don't know, are sent out to just live and you know be banished essentially. But then they realize that their master was killed uh, through treachery, and so they bring back Keanu Reeves and they go to fight the evil guy and his witch. That's the whole movie. And it, it took two hours to tell me that. Okay, and it's just the most. It's so boring. It's so... Is it boring? So boring. Like, for this movie that, like, is like, we've got crazy feudal Japan with giant monsters. Yeah, like the tra- Not really, though. We don't really have many monsters. <laughs> the tra- one at the beginning, one at the end. Oh, fuck. Because yeah. the trailer, I believe we talked about it a long time ago, me and you were kind of like, I don't know, I wouldn't mind watching this yeah. movie with, like, a dumb dragon and, totally. like, a Fight crazy... a bunch of monsters and yeah. shit, man. No, no, not so much. Mo- mostly it's just Keanu Reeves <laughs> walking around burning. A dumb dragon. I want to see the movie well, with some with dumb dragon beard, or whatever. But, yeah, yeah, like, it looked stupid, but I remember just kind of being like, I don't know, maybe yeah, I'll watch yeah, that. Exactly. Like, like, I this thought, is good, shut off your brain. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be like, get right into it. There are a bunch of Ronin. They bring in Keanu Reeves, and they're going to like travel across the countryside to go you know, round up all of the Ronin or whatever the fuck they have to do and fight a bunch of crazy mythical monsters yeah. along the way. Yeah. None of, this is not what happens at all. Holy t- crap. This t- thing was co-written by the guy that uh, wrote Drive. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, the script is really bad. <laughs> it's really hokey, and it's like oh, the dialogue is brutal. Then now there are well, well, he there wrote Drive, yeah, and no there's, dialogue. there's not a Who lot of dialogue, kind of dialogue in the movie. There's a bunch of like cool people in it. Um, I'm, I don't know if I'm. I hope I'm saying this right. Uh, uh, 
Hiroyuki Sonata. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the, uh, the Wolverine this summer. He was in uh, Sunshine and uh, some other stuff. He was on Lost. Uh, yeah. he's, he's a really good actor, and he's good in it. Uh, he's really engaging on screen. But, I mean, none of the performances are good enough to make anything in this interesting. Keanu Reeves is at his most sleepy in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Just one note the whole time. Got nothing going on. He's supposed to be in love with a girl. I don't know why they're in love with each other. It's just the worst. They have no chemistry. It's a bunch of garbage. Um, what really was cool was uh, Gary Watanabe shows up in it, which I haven't oh. seen him in ages. Most people would know him from 16 Candles, Yeah, uh, Long Duck Dong. And, why is he uh, Gary now? Huh? That is was he... his American name that he went with. Oh, I've always known him as Gary, or it's well, I don't know how do you, how do you say his. Uh... Uh, I I've always said Jed, Jed? I, which yeah, I know yeah. is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, G E D D E. Yeah, or yeah, or Get Gary. Most people would know him. Yeah, either from Sixteen Candles or from UHF. He's Cooney. Yeah, uh, you're so stupid. Uh, it's great. He's one, he's in one scene, and I was like, why is hey, it okay? why is it okay to quote that in a racist? Because it is. Everybody is. You're so stupid. It's okay to do that. Well, the way, <laughs> if I just said you're so stupid, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. No, no not at all, but no. it, there's, I don't yeah. know, acceptable yeah. racism. I suppose. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, oh, no, it's not. See, that's the thing. It's not racist. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the worst, like, okay, this movie's really long and really boring and, uh, you know, just... It, uh, all the relationships are so shitty because no one has a relationship. It's just all these brooding dudes for the whole movie, and the only and there's two women in it, and one of them just like no, <laughs> and doesn't do anything. She just whimpers and cries the whole time, and then the other one is an evil temptress witch who's like going to use her sexuality to bring men down. It's like oh. there's the only two kind of women here. If we're gonna fuck with the time period yeah. and make monsters and dragons, how about a lady samurai or yeah, something? Yeah. Mix it up or show me well, why Keanu Reeves not... gives a fuck about the daughter. Like, but there were. Or female samurai. It's not revisionist history. Yeah, like, get were, into it. Like, yeah. show me a movie here. Like, I couldn't believe how fucking long and boring and pointless this thing was. I was looking at IMDb just now, and and uh, the director Carl Rinch has done nothing. Nothing. He's done three video shorts. Yeah. One in '94, '96, and 2010. Why mm. did they give this guy like a 200 million dollar? I have no movie? idea. And he blew it, man. And like, and the witch lady, she turns. She's the one who turns into a the dragon in the preview. Like, yeah, that's the big thing. Is like, I'm a lady. Now I'm laundry. Now I'm a dragon. Yeah, now yeah. I'm bad. Now I'm laundry. Yeah, she, she flies into, into the air. And, yeah, it's just like, oh right, right, right. Yeah. Turns um, into like her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was crappy. Just, like it wasn't even like I don't even have that much to say about it. It was just super boring. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to the story. They didn't. If they're gonna like have a you know a revisionist history and like beef things up to make it exciting they didn't do that at all they just took all of the the real weight out of this time period by making it fantasy land but didn't do anything like yeah. you know there's this goofy looking horse tree monster at the beginning and then there's a uh, fuck i don't know yeah ken watanabe i think i think it was him there's a lot of face makeup okay. it sounded like him as like a guy with goofy eyes oh that Keanu Reeves defeats very easily. <laughs> Did he poke him in the eyes like uh, Three Stooges? No, he just like he's like take hey, the come sword here, if you eyes. can. I should look it up and see if it is him. Uh, he yeah. take the sword if you can. Then he just takes it. I'm like all right, you got me. <laughs> what was the point of this fight? Yeah, and then she turns into a dragon at the end. Like there was no other. I don't know. There was nothing. There was literally nothing else. Of, yeah. Oh, Keanu Reeves fights a guy who's pretty big. Oh. <laughs> CGI big. Yeah. Who like throws, you know, and that's that's one really short scene. Uh, I don't know, man. To to answer my own question about who this guy was that directed it, Carl Wrench, um 
Uh, they just they here on Wikipedia it says that they entered talks with him to direct the film, and it said uh, he has filmed he had filmed visual and stylish in quotes blurbs for brands. <laughs> the film is yes. Just, we really like those visually stylish blurbs you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Here's one hundred and seventy five million dollars. Blurb guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's good. It doesn't look like Ken Watanabe. It, just, seem, yeah, it yeah. just seems weird, like like giving one hundred seventy five million dollars to somebody that that has only done like let's say their commercials or let's say like let's say their amazing commercials. It just seems like an outdated thing. Like, do we still do that? Like that seems like like an eighties and nineties kind of like or nineties mentality. Like well, you know, that, David Fincher, music video director. Let's yeah. give him like a big fucking franchise as yeah. his debut film. I think they gave they gave Sam Bayer that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and then they were like, okay, never again. Yeah. <laughs> we're not giving shitty. Uh, yeah, music like directors. And, and even like yeah, in in the eighties with like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, it was always like, oh, well, you know, this like Rennie Harlan, he's done like you know a yeah. movie overseas and a bunch of really stylish stuff. Like, let's give him a chance. Just seems like an outdated well fuck man they gave like, that, maybe it's uh, a good thing i don't know <laughs> they gave, to... <laughs> uh, what was it some some like the kid i think who directed the evil dead movie yeah. he directed some little fucking thing. trailer yeah. yeah some trailer yeah, which yeah. looked all right yeah i guess i don't know i guess it's not a black and white thing i, I don't want to say that never give anything to anyone creative <laughs> like don't, don't give 175 dollars to like a brilliant uh short film director but mm. it just seems odd a little it for, in this in this regard yeah <laughs> well, I don't know. I think they're, I don't know. I don't want to get in a whole. Well, it feels thing like they, did, they it, just uh, thought this was going to fly just because it's Keanu Reeves with a sword. Yeah, and you know the people like him doing you know kung fu type stuff. Yeah, and I will throw some dragons and shit in there. People know this story. It's a famous story. Do we need to work on the story at all? Nah, fuck yeah. it, man. Let's just wing it. Give it to that fucking kid. I owe him a favor. You know, he washed my car last summer or some yeah. shit. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's I don't know. It's not even. It's not even a terrible movie. It's just a boring ass fucking movie. And you know? and that that's awful if it's like a two hour action epic. It's supposed this, to be like Lord of the Rings meets like you know. Yeah, and like, it's and, not man at all. There's nothing. Just literally nothing about this is interesting. Brutal. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see that Battle Los Angeles movie? No, oh, yeah, I heard it was awful. part of it. Yeah, I saw like twenty minutes of that, yeah. and, and and it's the same thing where you're just like, uh, like I feel like I'm dead <laughs> right now. It's just like, like a flat line. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just at like no heartbeat whatsoever. Nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah, just pictures. So yeah. I tried really hard to not fall asleep. I was successful, <laughs> but there was a point where I'm like, I think I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, out of the lovely Carlton Cinemas. Yeah. Oh, geez, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Why do you keep going? Because there? that it's really cheap, and it's yeah, at the it, it was at the optimum time frame for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's always today. the decider for me. Like, oh, am I going to be able to I never want to go there. It kind of yeah. smells like pee. There's always a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> it always smells like pee. <laughs> no matter what theater you're in. <laughs> yep. Well, that's because you're just like, oh, I fucking, it's like Carlton. I'm not <laughs> getting up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> my pants. God, it smells like my pee in here. <laughs> <laughs> my pee. Uh, it's interesting you said that, that this movie has two female characters in it, one of whom is all like, <laughs> I can't do anything. Yeah. Because uh, Rinko Kikuchi. Mm-hmm. From uh, Pacific Rim is in this movie too. Mm. Oh, there you go. Yeah, she's the one who didn't do anything <laughs> in that movie, even though that they set her up to be completely capable of doing everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which has a character she no, should she have has been. Lady emotions, Dan. She can't do anything until uh-huh. a man comes and helps her. <laughs> That's right. Then she can cower and giggle. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, uh, movies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that sucked. Don't watch this movie. There's nothing in it. There's another nothing thing about. Her, the movie Her, that we previously talked about, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, like, I thought that the female characters were so well written. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, uh, well, I, to, uh, to, 
I don't know if I, I, I guess I can't. Never, I won't say. But I was gonna just kind of spoil or something. There's there's a relationship with a woman in the movie that I was worried was gonna be like leading into a romantic thing, and it, yeah, and it's not, me too. Which which I enjoyed. Yeah, me too. Yeah, cool. And one other thing I'll mention about this movie, and we'll leave it, is uh, on the in the trailers and on all the posters, you see that guy. I think he's called Zombie Boy. He's the, this dude who's had his whole body tattooed to look like a skeleton or whatever. Okay. And uh, so I'm like, well, I guess you've done that with your life. At least you're in this movie. Mm-hmm. You have something. Too bad yeah. it's a huge bomb. But like, yeah, he's on, like, he's got a he's big on the posters. Yeah. Like, he looks like he's a thing. He in has this a movie. whole character uh, poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is in one scene. He's basically like he's less than what Chris Farley was in Wayne's World. Oh like, man, he's like, hey, we're looking for this guy. Who? So and so. Uh, <laughs> over there. Uh-huh. That's it. I'm like, wow, buddy, you cashed in your whole life. Yeah, yeah. For one scene in and forty-seven. This is it, man. <laughs> I'm, I don't know, yeah, full body tattoo <laughs> to look like that guy. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I was like, oh, here he is, and... Yeah, he's oh, got like okay, that's shotgun. <laughs> he's like got like shotguns in the air or something on his poster and stuff. Like, yeah, no, he doesn't. Do, he doesn't even fight anyone. He doesn't do anything. He literally looks over at, at other characters and like, oh, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> I have made interesting life choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's well, it. That was the most exciting thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know it was a good movie when. Oh, Lord. Uh, well, because you lost last week, uh, yeah. you get you got to give us an album. You'll get to give us one this week as well. But mm. uh, for the past week, Casey and I have been listening to an album by new metal band Korn. Yes. American new metal. This, this is their 11th studio album. Wow. I've listened to none of their albums until this one. Other I than, owned one of their albums. And, really? And other than like seeing their singles like all the time growing up, like from when they first broke into the mainstream through, yeah. I didn't have much. Like I'd never listened to an entire album. I, ha- I had their first album. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why. Um, well, a lot I of people really, really, I've never really cared. I feel for like them, they were respectable they were really when they pushed first, on. Yeah. They were people were like, "Whoa, this new crazy band!" And like people who, who had similar taste to me really pushed this band on me for yeah. years. Like, oh, it's really intense, and he like cries at the end of the album. <laughs> stuff. Yeah, which that, that's uh, But it was it was a really dead time for heavy music. So anybody who was doing anything remotely unique was kind of pushed to the forefront so yeah i think that's how so what did you have like the blew up. the the, uh, the self-titled si- self-titled 94 yeah. okay i um, had i had the big one the the follow, follow the, leader. the leader that was uh, i bought it on a whim when i was in chicago because it came with a free t-shirt yeah <laughs> and cool <laughs> yeah well they yeah, were so touring now, so with now like... you got a corn album and a corn <laughs> t-shirt, t-shirt. Yeah. yeah things to throw away thank you corn <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so this album this might be the most embarrassing thing yeah. I've ever listened to. <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. So this album's called The Paradigm Shift. Yeah. Um, because c- c- to me this was yet Flim another. Flam, flam, flu. This was <laughs> this was another line in, in in See You Next Wednesday Punishment albums where like once I had heard one song with the exception of the single Never Never, which is like the curveball pop song. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was just like it was the same song and over I just, and over. And I, and I just like <laughs> it was a wall of noise by the end of it. But it's like um, 
it's like you remember that scene in Forrest Gump where Jenny <laughs> is like doing her like nudie nightclub act, yeah. But she's got like her acoustic guitar and she wants people to hear the song, yeah. And all they want to do is look at her breasts, yeah. It feels like that because like it's like Jonathan Davis had this breasts. whole thing. <laughs> I just I just wanted to see his titties. <laughs> he had this whole thing where he's like jumping around, going, "Hey, pay attention to me! I got dreadlocks and stuff, and yeah. I might be scary, and I cry on my album." <laughs> and then and then it's just kind of like and then now he just wants people to listen to him but what he has to offer is so embarrassing mm-hmm. yeah and just so talentless oh yeah the yeah. lyrics are really bad i listened yeah. to two singles that never never mm-hmm. something else oh something meth meth and meth and love and meth yeah love, love and, meth. and meth which yeah. which is basically the blueprint for the rest of the songs on yeah the album. right right like sure. bas- basically i i know there was a lot of hubbub on the internet about them putting out like a dubstep album a few years back <laughs> yeah yeah um I, okay that okay sorry but but this album it's not like super electronic but they do this thing where i can i can only describe it as a dubstep-esque drop okay where like in between every song like right when the song is supposed to take off there's a pause and you hear like a synth stab or like like and they do it on every fucking song like almost okay that actually clears up what was literally going to be my next question was is this dubstep no i don't like because because i went into it thinking like aren't they aren't they like a purely electronic band now because I think they put out an album that was like really, really electronic. Yeah, they're yeah. 2011. Yeah. Like, but this one, w- this when one is that just bass like, drop thing happens, there's always a shitty riff to accompany Yeah, them. yeah. This is, like their, this is like their mid, I'm assuming, career stuff where it was just like really shitty new metal yeah. with like some electronic tinges in there. Yeah, yeah, like very synthetic drums, but like, I don't know beats, in my, in, you guys. Uh, I don't know what beats yeah. are. <laughs> I mean, I know what yeah. beats are, but I As don't know. As someone who's never listened to any Korn album, I'm assuming like the early stuff was like aggressive and like oh, kind yeah. of like and, and more just and like more, straight ahead band. Yeah, yeah, and then like the middle stuff, I'm assuming they just became very generic and gross. Well, they became super good friends with uh, Limp Biscuit. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, I think the band that, that I did have an album by when I was younger. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> like whatever their first big one was with Faith on it or whatever. Because yeah. like, mm-hmm. this is aggressive like uh, metal music. I'll yeah. check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't feel comfortable listening to this album. Yeah. Like, yeah, I couldn't get through it all in one. deviate from his like, okay, the songs are all like, and then it, it opens up the sound a bit, and then he's just like, blah, blah. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> a little. Zim-zam. There's one or two songs where... I'm a professional where musician. Yeah. There, there's one or two songs where he's like, remember when I used to do that... Yeah, there, there's, a cu- there's a couple of those, but I think maybe the most embarrassing thing... Dan, please start a band. Oh, it's like... It's like... It's like methamphetamine Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> Sorry. But um, yeah, he, like once in a while he does that. Because was, there was the one big song that they had with that bullet flying around yeah, where he, yeah, and at the yeah. end he went like wacky. Boom, boom, Yeah. But I feel like he's been to a um, to a vocal coach. Oh, yeah. Because there are certain points in this where you can hear him make the conscious decision to sing a note full voice mm-hmm. and with as much vibrato as a shitty, terrible singer who doesn't know how to sing can possibly muster. Mm-hmm. And it's very self-conscious and maybe the, and awkward, uh, but like it's like him kind of going like, okay, people got to sing now. You got to be able to sing now. Uh-huh. Um, 
and he he will never be able to fully do it yeah <laughs> so on on this uh on this album th- those little moments of like feigned vocal confidence yeah are really hard to listen to yeah and that that song never never is like i, I would say musically it's the most listenable song on here because <laughs> it's just a pop like chord progression that you could hear on any song yeah and and the, the guitars don't get too far into butt rock territory <laughs> uh, but but him on that song just fucking is awful just his like never never just wanted whatever he's fucking singing never gonna love again or whatever he says yeah oh awful oh god it's so yeah and, and like there are these like weird revelatory kind of like um vulnerable moments oh, like yeah. like lyrically lyrically it's really embarrassing too. yeah yeah, yeah. Awful. i got that from those singles but yeah. Yeah. Like, i just don't know who this is for now because his audience is oh they're not getting new people no no this is for the people they who might, are still I hanging don't know. on yeah yeah and but who, who does are, anyone ha- is anyone hanging on really want them to be like probably a band there's gotta be oh yeah there, there has to be like a, a, a subsection of corn fans who are like well i just want to see them grow because i really enjoyed where they started yeah like there are like pseudo intellectual corn fans i think well, on yeah. on the pseudo intellectual note i want to read from uh, wikipedia on the album title and packaging segment there's an explanation of the album title by one of the band members and uh, here's what he has to say about the paradigm shift it's a term encompassing different perspectives you can view a piece of art from one angle and it takes on a certain image if you look at it from another angle it's a completely different image. Mm. We liken that to corn in 2013. Right. With head back That's in the fold. That's not what a paradigm shift is. All of the elements the fans have loved since yeah, day one are there. names like head and some guy's name like donkey or something. <laughs> but or we're monkey. interpreting them from monkey? a new perspective. One's called monkey, right? <laughs> this is monkey. <laughs> yeah, there's monkey and donkey yeah. and uh, uh, piglets and I think um, <laughs> tigger's in there as well. Uh, <laughs> guys, it's a bigger, brighter, and bolder corn. Oh. <laughs> Uh, according according nice. to Monkey. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey and his other friends in the Get Along Gang yeah. sure enjoy a good romp. Yeah. Maury's Moose is really got great <laughs> vocals on this album. Um, yeah, weird, awful. But that's not, like, they're, they're, like you, you can look at it from this angle and it looks like this, and you can look at it. That's not a paradigm shift. <laughs> that's a lenticular pic- picture. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's that's the cover of, like, Uncle Sam on VHS or, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, Jack, exactly. Jack or Jack Frost, Frost or yeah. something. That, that's what you're talking... You're talking about a lenticular you're picture. About you're that, not talking about a paradigm You're talking show. about that one time you looked at the Jurassic Park VHS and were like, whoa, he's <laughs> popping out. <laughs> and that bugged me out for, like, years. And then I thought, what if we made... Made a, album. an album that didn't have anything to do with that, <laughs> and then we did, and we called it Paradigm Shift because Monkey, you're onto something. <laughs> uh, monkey, that's why you're the brains guy. <laughs> monkey, donkey uh, couldn't do this shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, donkey. <laughs> donkey, just play your fucking drums and shut up. <laughs> yeah, awful, awful, oh, awful album. Just but very, very like I'll, I was, it was a wall of forgettable noise to yep. me. Yeah, it was at, the worst by, by a certain point. That's fucking awesome. So what are we listening to this week? Well, this week, uh, this is you know, uh, um, yeah, I was going to shift gears a bit here. Okay, uh, um, no, I don't mean a good album. No. <laughs> I mean different style. Um, so this week, I would really think it would make me very, very happy deep down inside. If you, <laughs> I'm already upset. <laughs> you should be. This is gonna be really bad. Oh. I want you to listen to an album called, from 2004. Oh. 
called Live Like You Were Dying by Tim McGraw. Oh, oh fuck. I thought we did this no, already. Just, this is the album that has that song where he promises to kill himself. So Yeah, which he doesn't follow. <laughs> he does through. not do. This was 2004. This guy What's his not name again? Dead. Tim McGraw. Blake Shelton. Live like you were dying. Ugh. It had five hit singles on it. They're great. Must be good. I'm excited. Live <laughs> like you was dying. Huh? Was it is it live like you was dying? You were. I ass- no, it was. I assume there's some you sort were of dying. Quaint, uh, <laughs> oh, live is spelled with eight X's. Retard colloquialism. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I would imagine this is a great album. Yeah, uh, great. Is Darius Rucker on this album anywhere? Uh, well, I'm not happy uh, with that. That's yeah. not gonna be fun to well, listen to. Well, have a great fucking time. Yeah, thank you. I've lost five weeks in a row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, let's find out if you're gonna lose. Let's uh, find out. six in a row. So I'm gonna by the, on the next as a tribute to this album. I'm gonna sing that whole song in, it, okay. in its entirety. <laughs> Sweet, please. But then, unlike him, I'm gonna actually kill myself. <laughs> uh, we're accepting uh, applications for new co-hosts. <laughs> um, so but this, you got to come and clean up a little the mess. bit of a paradigm shift yeah. here, on, <laughs> as far as I understand from Corn. Yep, <laughs> you got to clean up the mess, and you got to fucking hate Gene. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you like podcasts but hate Gene? <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, this week we are rolling for a uh, a new movie opening up in, in theaters on Friday. I checked Cineplex. I checked Toronto movies. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. It looks uh, it do- the trailer for this movie doesn't look that great, but it looks like a movie betrayed by its trailer. Yes, I've heard some good great things coming out yeah. of uh, well, quite a, quite a cast. Tiff. Quite a cast based on uh, a play that's very uh, in in popular regard, uh, very well high regarded. So mm-hmm. we're gonna roll for August Osage County. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, the trailer is just like, oh, we're a wacky family. Yeah, but we're like, down home, and some of us are a little bit racist, yeah. but you know what? We get along because we care about each other. I know. Other. But then you're like, you read about it, you're like, oh, this is going to be like really dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the yeah. the music is like upbeat folk music. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. does not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's not the Mumford and Sons No. Movie. Yeah. Family <laughs> holiday. Uh, so we're gonna Mumford roll and Sons Family Holiday, <laughs> which is the name of their documentary directed by Tyler Morgan, Morgan, Morgan Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock. Yeah. Morgan, anything for money, Spurlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to do that, and we're going to roll it against a Netflix pick. Yeah. Uh, so, Greg, why don't you tell us about what we've picked? Well, uh, we figured uh, long and terrible seems to be the theme this week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's winter. It's long and terrible outside. That's right. <laughs> why not be long and terrible inside? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go way, way back to 1997. Uh, the loser has to watch Kevin Costner's The Postman. Yeah. Great. Yeah. This was the first movie, I believe... Where everybody just started openly mocking Kevin Costner yeah. for his movie. Like, Waterworld was that thing like, oh, this is the worst movie ever kind of thing. But maybe it wasn't Kevin Costner's fault. Yeah, but the yeah. Postman cemented the fact that Absolutely. it was Big all his fault. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Waterworld was more just like, wow, look, look like the money they put into this. Yeah, and what yeah. they went and I've into, seen and Waterworld yeah. more than once because it's so bananas. Yeah. It's kind of fun to watch for totally. its total uh, you know, insanity. It, it gets dragged. I feel there like, are dragging yeah. moments. And I feel but like, with Waterworld, any movie that starts with Kevin Costner drinking his own piss. He's a pretty good. Yeah, movie. yeah, and yeah. I, sure. And I feel like the postman. That's why was, I love Tin Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Tin Cup. I, I feel piss. like the postman was. <laughs> he drank, <laughs> drank his out of the Tin Cup. <laughs> Casey's dying. Get those applications in. <laughs> I may go sooner than later. Um, but I feel like the postman was like, 
he was giving it all. Like this is this is my movie. You yeah, know? And yeah, I feel like yeah. it was a, his, his artistic. I have uh, seen like half of it, yeah. and it's just the stupidest. You're yeah. Great, great. Uh, two all right. hours, fifty-seven minutes. Casey, uh, you're rolling. Casey's Casey's rolling for those Come two on, movies. Postman. Yeah. Oh, down the bouncy tile. Yeah, all right, a that's a two. Oh, I hit a two. I oh. might be seeing the Postman. Boy. Oh man, am I out? All right, I I'm rolling. No, nah, you'll fuck it up. I roll the four. four. All right, Greg. Okay, break the streak. Yeah, yeah and a six. I'm, Enjoy the postman. I'm seeing the postman. I was really hoping for a one. <laughs> a one would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I just wept. All right, so Greg and I will be watching August Massage County and there's Casey, literally the postman. Yeah, yeah, I will be seeing. I'll be staying in watching it, the postman on, on Netflix, and I literally was just kind of like. Like, I lost. I was like, I'm going to go see The Postman, but I don't have to go outside. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, there's you don't nothing... have to go into negative 30-plus windshield. <laughs> <Right. sighs> that's nice. All right. Real nice. All right, we did it. We did it. We cool. Did it you guys want to fucking fly in? <laughs> You're great. The... <laughs> You're great at this. <sighs> You're well. Airwolf. Stringfellas. Stringfellas Hawkness. Greg has been watching Airwolf. Yeah, he's on season two, and he's been recapping it to Re- the end of Yeah, letting you guys know. And I got to tell you, now, since the studio has stepped in and uh, changed some Allegedly. stuff. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> no, documented. No, oh, is it documented? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, due to this studio involvement, sued. it's what caused Donald P. Belisario to leave the show. He's the show's creator and executive producer. He leaves at some point during season two, and like, man, it's just... This show's getting really hard to watch. I'm having, yeah. uh, really having a hard time here. Yeah. <laughs> Slugging through this thing. and uh, I don't even know what to tell you. They got the lady. Uh, she's part of the Airwolf team now. And everything is just so based around. The like, lady from the last. Uh, yeah. The the one the Texas girl who's like uh, yeah, right. some kind of sheriff's office something or other. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. But she just shows up. I guess she quits her job because she's just so convinced that they are the Airwolf guys that she's going to come and work for. Dominic Santini's Santini Air, which does a bunch of helicopter stunts for movies and stuff like that, and so then she's shooting a scene. I don't even know what like why Stringfellow Hawks running around with a machine gun at the beginning of this one episode. Like you're not the guy, Michael Archangel is not there giving the missions anymore. And it's like why do you have a machine gun? You are your only real job is movie stunt guy. Like why do you have a, a machine anyway? He goes to say, in this one episode, it's Dominic's uh, niece is living with some, like, drug cartel guy in Mexico. And so uh, Stringfellow Hawk breaks into his mansion and frees her. And then she's, like, living with him out in his cottage. Oh, and frees her. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't break into his freezer. <laughs> no. Uh, <okay. laughs> breaks into his house and frees her. Yeah. And there's Beats Pops in there. Breaks into his, <laughs> breaks into his house and watches Frasier. <laughs> watches Frasier. Uh, rescues a girl from a freezer. He's allowed to have one popsicle. <laughs> He's got to split that popsicle peat up. Uh-huh. Uh, I like banana. Get yourself a t-shirt. Um, yeah, he frees her and he brings her to the cottage and... She's all into him, but now the the helicopter lady, she's kind of into Stringfellow Hawk, too, because they had to do a kissy scene in one of the movies, and there was, mm-hmm. like, sparks of iron. Oh, and, no. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't even remember what the bad guy is in this episode. There's something going on. Oh, it's the, yeah, I guess the drug cartel guy. But then, like, you meet him later, and he's all like, that that lady's crazy. Okay. I don't even want to steal her back. She's been mailing herself tarantulas. It wasn't me. What? And, <laughs> <laughs> she opens a I'm package I'm sorry. I think mail. I zoned out first. Sure. 
<laughs> she opens a package in the mail that has a spider in it. And they're that like, she oh, mailed man. to herself? They, well, yeah, they find out that she is totally mentally unstable. And she uh, tries to kill the, the other lady because she's <laughs> jealous of Stringfellow Hawk. And anyway, and so, yeah, they send uh, Dominic's niece at the end of the episode off to a nut house. Never to be seen again. That's <laughs> a happy ending. It ends in a freeze frame where they're all like, what? Uh, Even him, he's like, my niece is crazy. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And you, other lady, you're hired. Hey, <laughs> sweet deal. Yeah. Um, and then the other episode, I, I don't even remember. I, wa- I just watched it last night. What happened to that one? Uh, yeah. No idea. Oh, yeah, there's this evil guy who wants to do something. I don't even know. I could. He. Uh, he, he sh- his thing is he shoots everybody in the stomach. And he shoots <laughs> a lot of people in the stomach. I'm like, that's a mean way to kill everyone. Yeah. It's so slow the death. But and he, like, uh, on purpose, he does that. Yeah, that's his like thing. Like once you figure out because he doesn't want anyone his ever to know who he is. So anyone he works with, he then shoots them in the stomach when they finish their job. D- and it's like they're air, the air. Uh, if he doesn't want anybody to know who he is, why does he have it a signature style of killing people? <laughs> I know, yeah. It's a really slow way to die, too, because he just leaves them behind that way. Then, you know, it's like anyway. So this, I don't know, government type fella hires Santini air because they know deep down that it's really Airwolf to to protect this politician from this particular guy. And then he chases them in an airplane and Airwolf fucking flies around and shoots the plane down and everybody's happy at the end and i'm just i'm just so bored it's just so boring there's no like at least there was some interesting stuff like with the with the espionage it it was either interesting in a well-written way or it was like wow this is really racist or or it's like hey that dog's looking at a pussy yeah yeah yeah, you know and yeah and i feel so i bet that guy who plays michael archangel alex cord he must be at this point in like 1985 he's got to be freaking out yeah i had this tv show and like i fucking watched like eight episodes he's in one of them you know, like, like, where's my job? What happened? Yeah. No, holy shit, I had a regular thing. <sighs> and, yeah, they did it to, like, try and save money, and they cut out the strings, and now it's all electronic music, and it's not as good. And uh, it's just, this is breaking me down, man. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with Airwolf. It's breaking my, my Airwolf heart. It's breaking my balls. Yeah, and even the helicopter, it's not even as cool to me anymore. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. They do the same thing yeah, in every you, episode. Airwolf. Every episode, somebody fires a rocket at Airwolf. Airwolf sends out a flare out of its butt. And, uh, you know, I don't know, the back of the thing. It's butt. No, and, no, you're uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it blows up the missile, and then Airwolf goes, it makes his noise, in the air. In the air. Sounds like a wolf to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In the air. (laughs) Shoots the guy down, and we end on a freeze frame. Stringfell Hawk, he's never hanging out. He's not a loner guy anymore who hangs out at his cottage playing his fucking cello to eagles and stuff like that. Like, what happened, man? This show had had spirit and originality and dogs looking at vaginas. (laughs) It was was an exciting time, and now it's just killing me. uh, Anyway, so I'm just really trying to push through to end this thing. I committed to it. I'm going to finish it. Because I want to see how clumsily they do the transition to fire the entire cast and production crew and start up with a new one mm-hmm. and move the whole unit to uh, BC. I really want to see how awkward that is. Anyway, well, that's the nest for this week. Hopefully, right. something will happen to keep me interested. But I swear to God, this is the worst. <laughs> I've, when I know there's got to be an episode coming up where someone else builds an airwolf. Yeah, like well, I, I need another super helicopter out there. Yeah, like they evil airwolf. Cheetah. <laughs> because the cheetah is the opposite of, of wolf, wolf. <laughs> as we all know everybody knows that mortal enemy yeah, yeah. Uh, okay anyway yeah that's that for this week yeah thanks so. for joining me <laughs> at string pillow hawk's nest <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> String Fellow Hawk is 34. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do the whole thing. Um, sweet. Well, let's get into Cereal Swap. Yes. Cereal. Breakfast match. Breakfast cage, cage breakfast. match. Every week at the end of the episode, we pit two cereal mascots oh, against each other yes. and fight to the death in Thunderdome, and one can only exit alive. <laughs> You varied up the words on that one. Yeah, I appreciated that. Good. Keeping it fresh. I took an improv class once. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> yes, and, and you can tell. I got it, folks. Uh, oh. Okay. So this week, uh, we have Diggum Frog yeah. going up against Count Chocula. Sweet. Uh, this is... Uh, you know, the only podcast, I think, where you can have three grown men describe a, a fight between a vampire and a frog. Yep. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay. So we, we roll and... We roll uh, to see what weapons yeah. they are uh, anointed with in Thunderdome. Yeah. So first I will roll for Diggum Frog. Let's see what he's got. That there is a six. He's got a chainsaw. Holy shit. Frog with a chainsaw. chainsaw. And letter jacket, of course. Um, uh, Count Count frog? Varsity frog with a chainsaw. Uh, <laughs> I would like to wear his pin. Uh, <laughs> He's dreaming. <laughs> the newer version. And our chocolate vampire has two. He's got a. He's got the whistle. All right. <laughs> I would like to, to know, be noted that when you said chocolate <laughs> vampire, I did not make a blackula joke, and that is because I'm maturing as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, the new, the newer version. I'm also going to be cutting that out. But. Yeah. Newer version of, uh, Diggum mascot doesn't have a letterman jack, just has a sweater that says Diggum on it. Well, that sounds like a bunch of bullshit And the old me. one is just like a green kind Yeah, of. I think they're like hip hopifying him. Oh, really? Because he's got like a, a Sideways like, hat. You know how he used to have that skater, long brims? Yeah, yeah. Like skater cap? Yeah. yeah. Now he's got more of like a hip hop kind of a deal. Yeah, well, fuck that. Sideways. This is long brim skater boy hat. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. I, that's the digging frog I know and love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So the frog's got a chainsaw. Okay. I'm glad this worked out this way. Usually we we've been getting really lopsided, where the clearly more powerful character also has the much more powerful weapon. Um. So our vampire has a. These are nice pictures you're pulling up. Is this gonna visually? Yeah. Like what? Are you, what are you doing? Like a multi <laughs> side by side presentation? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yep. Sweet. Continue talking. Okay. Yeah, we're looking at pictures of uh, Count Bacula there. Uh, Count, Count Bacula? Yeah, that's he's played by Scott Bacula. <laughs> okay, <my> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. Um, right. Frog with a chainsaw. Frog with a chainsaw. Vampire with a whistle. Uh-huh. Go. Uh, all right. Uh, Roll to see if the chainsaw works. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Let's see. So, one through three, it does not turn on. It still can be used as a blunt force weapon, though. Four through six, it does turn on for one strike only. Yeah. Because it is a, is anyone seen something? Low on gas. Yeah, low on gas. Okay, here we go. What do we got? We got a five. That thing, All right. one strike with a chainsaw. All right, well, he, got it. how big is he in, in regard, like, what's the size thing here? Because here I on the box, the he's like he, half the size of Count did, Didn't we sort of, like, equate him to, like, the size of a child? Yeah. About, okay. about yeah. Because here he's, he's like by a bowl. He's frog, you guys. Yeah. On the on a photo, he's by a bowl, and he, it's he's very small. Very yeah, small. you're right. Like, he does look like a regular He's got a spoon, and it's I like a pretty big I think he's like the spoon. size of, like, a box of cereal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Count Chocolate is a regular-sized dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's Have a regular-sized chocolate vampire. Five, so eight, so this, shall we say? This guy, I feel like Diggum Frog is just going to, like, be unable to hold this on this chainsaw that is on and kind of, like, <laughs> drop it. Try and, try and drop it with as much force 
in the direction in the direction of him him like a little yeah it pulls him across the dirt yeah Yeah. at which point i assume count chalky would just kick him yeah yeah yeah. it jumps out of the way of the thing of the chainsaw and kicks the frog yeah Yeah. and he bounces around wait 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 wait, 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 oh yeah because he's on the the rubber bands yeah Mm -hmm. right so now what one good strike in on digging frog from count chocula who has a whistle yep so so Diggum fucked up with the chainsaw. Yeah, I, I, I see no way for him to be he's able to too small. He's leverage too small, his and weight. And this is a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to use the whistle for his victory. I think let's let's just not Who beat is around Diggum? the bush. No. Oh. He, the vampire's got the whistle. Yeah. There's no way this frog is beating a vampire. I just, yeah. Chocolate I, or otherwise. I agree. <laughs> chocolate. Are you positing <laughs> that a chocolate vampire is less uh, more. terrifying? Uh, maybe. I mean... He's more delicious. Delicious, yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe it's scary in that this chocolatey, this thing that represents chocolate, which is something that I eat, is eating me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reaching. Yeah, Yeah, no, you know what? I think you pulled that one out. (laughs) I'm on your side now. All right, so yeah, so what does he do? I think he's going to, well, so he's kicked him and he's bouncing all over the place. That frog is dazed. He doesn't know what's going on. I think the vampire... Or Count Chocolate just takes the whistle, which if you've seen the movie Thunderdome, the whistle is sort of long and silver, pointy. He's going to just take that whistle and stick it up this frog's butt and inflate him until he pops. Oh, no. Whistle pop. <laughs> up his up his butt hole. Uh, right in his butt. He's going to stick it in his butt. So does he stick like the fatter part of the whistle up no, his the butt? the whole thing is fairly long and narrow. Well, yeah, but like he's got to still be able to blow it. Yeah, he's still got to make. He's got to make it fun for everyone. It's still a show. Yeah, get that whistle noise. God, out. is he blowing into the butthole? Like how yeah. uh, the physics of this is really bothering me. I feel like he's going to inflate the frog. You could have just as easily put it in his mouth and have him pinch the nose. Yeah, exactly. Why did he have to big, go in his butt? Big, <laughs> mouth. He's a frog. He's got a really right. big mouth. By this logic, though, could the frog not just open his mouth and have the air flow freely between Yeah, him? yeah, through his butthole. <laughs> All right. right out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> While still producing that <laughs> sound. And then what? Count Charlie just gets tired and steps on him? Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what? I thought I was going to be able to blow you up like a comical balloon. You, you, good for you. Yeah. You figured, figured out, out my plan. Yeah. I'm just going to crush your okay. head with my with my chocula boot. Yeah. <laughs> chocula boot. Well, R.I.P. Uh-huh. Digging frog. Yeah, I don't see yeah. any way a frog beats a vampire. Come on. Yeah. Come on, guys. This is real life we're talking yeah. about. 2014, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's nothing in the rule book that says yeah. frog can't kill a chocolate vampire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, there is. It says right here. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's rule Sorry. number one. <laughs> no frogs winning against chocolate vampires. Why is that rule number uh, one? Okay. This is the rules to basketball. Yeah. All right. Where are we here? <laughs> do, do, I'm going to fight to get do, that rule do, 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 do. <laughs> Put in. Uh, 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 oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know what's going to go on there. here. This is getting weird. We're getting a next week's fight. Franchises here, yeah. Next fight is uh, Boo Berry, the ghost, yeah, versus Frankenberry. Oh, oh kill a ghost, Barry. y'all. <laughs> no, ghost versus Frankenstein. Yep, yep. Natural enemies, because yep. in the commercials they're always fighting. Yeah. Have yeah. you been googling at work how to kill a ghost? I have. 
I figured it I out. I hope they check your not gonna tell search you, history. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Gorman's having problems trying to figure out how to kill a ghost. Well, the, the other guy over here has got like a bunch of porn links and stuff, but I'm worried about Dan. Yeah, like my... <laughs> well, re- just super sidebar. Recently on Reddit, uh, there was like an Ask Me Anything thread, which is like famous people go on and yeah, they, yeah. You can, they ask them whatever you want. They did one with a guy that has two dicks. Yeah. And everybody's been talking about The Office. And yeah. just like the idea of like everyone searching for like two dick man and then it's like <laughs> Dan Gorman how to kill a ghost and they're like Dan come to the board office Dan now we notice you haven't been researching two dick men yeah are you scared that a ghost is trying to kill you <laughs> we're worried about you for a number we're of worried reasons. about your sanity we're worried about your sanity you're not interested your in ghost the two dick men ghosts have two dicks yeah <laughs> yeah alright um, well two dick men who knew yeah, yeah. well yeah, that was uh, a weird AMA yeah very, Pretty weird. Very peculiar. A uh, 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 weird lunch hour conversation to have at work with all these people. <laughs> just like, this is very explicit. But there is a dude with two dicks? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And they both work. Yep. Really? Yep. Yeah. They both have jobs? <laughs> <laughs> they both take it into the mine. <laughs> they take the pickup truck into the... <laughs> the, 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 the I like the one works in the mine. The other's an accountant. <laughs> They're the original odd couple. Yeah. Will these two penises ever get along? Next on Perfect Stranger Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of one of the penises is a foreigner <laughs> who doesn't understand the ways uh, of this g- of guy's blue collar miner dick. <laughs> All right, well, on Two Dicks, uh, you can find us on the internet at facebook.com slash synwpc. Oh, yeah. You can go to twitter.com slash synwpc, mm-hmm. or you can go to modernsuperior.com and find all of our shows. There's a Faculty of Horror up there. we got the episode 15 of Drink Along. Uh, we've got some Time Bandits coming up, so uh, go to modernsuperior.com. Mm-hmm. Check it Do out. It. And uh, internet, we will see you. A next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday, Internet. Fuck Gene. Fuck him. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.